Welcome to Lasting Truth, a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel, Sweet Hills in Banning, California, where Pastor Ryan Hussein teaches the entire Word of God, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, giving our listeners the opportunity of receiving the full counsel of God. In today's program, we are studying the book of 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2. Here's Pastor Ryan. So we see these things clearly. I'm preaching, hopefully, to the choir. But we just didn't. I didn't know it was that corrupt, guys. We saw a vice president betray his constituents and his president invalidating the votes on Capitol Hill. We saw senator after congressman tuck tail and run from fighting for election integrity. Oh, it's like that. I thought you were down for liberty. I see it's just all political. COVID, we saw this so-called pandemic thrust upon our society out of nowhere. Immediately, there was a censorship concerning its origins out of the Wuhan lab. Wuhan what? You couldn't even say Wuhan. It was not readily known that Dr. Fauci was funding that lab and that they were practicing gain-of-function research. There was a blocking of information concerning early prevention and of the use of hydroxychloroquine and other medicines. Doctors were coming out all over the world trying to teach us how to fight this properly, but they were censored. I mean, we understand political censorship. We understand that, you know, the left, the media, that they're going to censor a conservative point of view more towards the standards of the Bible point of view. We see that politically, but I hadn't seen doctors and scientists get censored and treated that way. That was new. That was the whole level. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. It was new. I was all shocked. Beautiful doctors from all over the world. What are you guys doing? Get this medicine. It works. We've been dealing with this uh, for a while. It works. We were told that the survival rate was in the high 96, 99 percentile, but our government led the way to try to push people to wear masks, to stay home, and to send in their votes via mail-in ballot. They told us that the death rates were huge and pumped it in the media day and night, but then we learned that the testing was not reliable and that the numbers were inflated. The result? People were unable to visit family members in hospitals, and so patients could not receive that family touch, that love, from, that, that touch from loved ones, and so many stopped fighting early in their sicknesses and died. It's amazing what a touch from a family member or a friend can do when you're fighting for your life. No one was dying from the flu or heart attacks or diabetes. Everything was categorized as a COVID death. The constant fear-mongering of the left and its media killed people. The suicide rates are through the roof. The psychological damage that, has it, that it has had on kids is insane. Churches closed that will never open again. 
It's a spirit of antichrist, lawlessness. We have seen the condemnation of our police agencies in our country. The left politicians and their media in our country have been calling for the defunding of police while justifying the evil actions of looters and rioters. The media is constantly pushing false and evil narratives to condemn the just and to justify the wicked. We have witnessed mayors and governors and this president race bait our society and cause divisions like never before. There is no protection in our big cities. Can't even go to downtown LA with thinking, should I bring a gun or what? Police are resigning in record droves while crime is out of control. Our society is growing more and more callous each day. As Jesus said, because of the lack of justice, the love of many will grow cold. But we can't let it happen to us. We're the ones who have the hope of Christ. We're the ones who can still have that skip in our step and rejoice always. Because we know it's going to get better for us. But we also should not forget it's going to get worse for them. And we have to keep building or start building. Grab a plow and start plowing. Grab a tool. Get involved. Our colleges and schools have become indoctrination centers for our children and our adults, young adults. They are teaching our kids to hate their country and to judge one another on the basis of their skin color rather than on the content of their character. Kindergarten schools are teaching our young children about so-called genders and how they can choose whatever gender they want to be. They are giving them evil books that talk about homosexuality with either two dads or two moms in the stories. The left in our country are now teaching that men can have babies and are allowing trans people to compete in the opposite sex uh, sporting events. Men who claim they are women are shattering women's uh, records in track and in swimming. And if you think about that more, I mean, these poor women have spent their whole life and, and their money and their college c career and, and so much time into being the best in, in that sport just to have a, a dude who thinks he's a woman uh, be, be allowed to compete and, and, and break their records. Spirit of Antichrist, lawlessness. We are continuing to kill babies under the lie that it is a, the woman's body and thus it's her choice. In actuality, it's a different separate body within her body that she is murdering. When it actually, or in New York, the Democrats there have allowed the killing of a baby even outside of the womb. Killers and rapists and child traffickers are let out of prisons early while parents are being called terrorists for standing up to school boards in, their, in this country. Isaiah 5 verse 20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, but uh, who put darkness uh, for light, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. We are in those days. And we are shocked. But not surprised. I guess. I got surprised. I didn't think it was. I didn't think I'd see the things I'm seeing. It, 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 you know, in a sense, you're just like blown away that it's happening. And then in the other sense, you're like, wow, God called us for such a time as this to push back against all that trash, 
to speak truth into a messed up world. That's bomb. That's awesome. Push back. And we'll talk more about that next week. But the Antichrist, also known as the beast, is going to be a world leader, as you know, who comes on the scene in, in, to supposedly save the world from its troubles. There will be a period of his reign that there will be peace. He is going to usher in a temporary period of peace. He will be empowered by Satan. And there will also be a false prophet that will assist him in deceiving the world through signs and wonders. He will be given power by a ten-nation world government or federation, according to the book of Daniel and Revelation 17. We'll go to Revelation 13 in a bit, but when he's described, he has ten horns, and on those ten horns are crowns. The book of Daniel, chapter 2, Nebuchadnezzar has a dream of the Im image of a statue, and, you know, with different, uh, you know, metals that it's made out of, different materials, the first one being his own kingdom, Babylon, and Daniel... Uh, uh, interprets that dream but the, and there were different kingdoms that would come Greece and then the Roman Empire symbolizing, symbolized by iron and the last kingdom to come the feet it was mixed with clay and with iron iron symbolizing Rome ten toes and Daniel says that those kingdoms were not very strong as ceramic and Iron don't mix well, so there's, they're going to be kind of divided, but the Antichrist is going to come, and he's going to be able to receive all of their authority. They're going to give it to him. Daniel tells us that he is going to be one that does not worship the God of his fathers, so most believe that he will be Jewish. But if you look at the way Satan works and how our Jesus is Jewish... The opposite of that would just be another Jewish man. And so uh, he's not going to worship the God of his fathers, nor will he desire women, um, we're told in Daniel. But, you know, you think about that and it's, well, is he going to be a homosexual or something? Some believe that it's just that he's... he's there's two ways of looking at it. There could be that, that he's just not, you know, he's so into uh, self-worship and the world worshiping him that he's not even going to care about something trivial like being attracted to women or anything. He's going to be so into just being attracted to himself, worshiping himself. But the other one is that every Jewish girl prays to be the mother of the Messiah. Well, that already happened, as you know, and that was given to Mary. So there's two ways of looking at that, that he would not desire to like have that, that uh, or care for their Messiah. There's two different ways of looking at that. But anyways, he will make a treaty between the Jews and the Arabs in Israel, which will allow the Jews to rebuild their temple. The world will love him. But in the middle of the seven-year period that is known as the tribulation period, the Antichrist will reveal himself to be what he is and demand the world to worship him. And it's at that moment that he will make war against the Jews and they will flee 
to places in, like Petra in Jordan and other places. And this is when Jesus said, you know, when you see these things happening in Matthew 24, run. Don't go back to your house, but run and flee. And um, that's in uh, Matthew 24. Um, but this is when the Jews will realize that they have been duped by the Antichrist, that he's not their Messiah, that Jesus Christ was indeed their Messiah, but they had rejected him. That's when the light bulb's going to go off and they're going to be in hiding. But we, you know, you read in Revelation that, that, that you know, 144,000 Jewish virgin men are going to go out preaching during that time and there is going to be a revival within Israel. So, um, good stuff. But turn with me to Revelation 13 and let's look more at the Antichrist. Give me an amen once you are there. Then I stood on the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea having seven heads and ten horns and on his horns ten crowns and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon, that's Satan, gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. Satan is allowed to do that. Just like Satan offered Jesus the kingdoms of the world if he would bow down and worship him. Remember that when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness? So, so this is just a big reminder for anyone who may be listening, watching, or here. Don't, how, can, how can we blindly believe the governments of this world? I don't care if they're left or right. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. We need to test all things according to Scripture and not be infatuated with presidents. We need to be wise because Satan has an influence and he is, a, he is the one who deceived the nations. Deceives the nations is what Jesus referred to him. The dragon gave him power and his throne and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded. And his deadly wound was healed. So someone's going to probably try to take a shot at him. Pop! But he is supernaturally healed. Probably preserved so that Jesus, when he comes, can just wipe him out. Which he does, right? With the brightness of his coming. He can't die. That's for Jesus to take care of. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. All the world, guys. You see the deception? All the world. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Three and a half years. We'll speak on, on, on Daniel and his 70th week, 70 weeks in a bit. But he was given a mouth that spoke great things. You know, he was everything that you would want out of an orator. He was everything that you would expect from a good speaker. How many times in our history have people said, well, he speaks so well. 
He's so charismatic. He's so... What is he saying and what is he doing? Don't be impressed. But the world is that way. Right? They're in awe, speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints, that's the Jews, and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. He's going to overcome everybody. The only way to get to heaven at this time is to not receive his mark and to die. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. That's a good word. I'm going to, you know, shoot, man, we should put that up here somewhere. If anyone has an ear, ear, let him hear, because not everybody has an ear to hear what God is saying. In, in one ear and what? Out the other. Jesus said, be careful how you, how you listen or how you hear. He said, be careful. Once you hear these words, you're accountable to it, you know? Um, he who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Then I saw another beast. This is the false prophet that's going to assist him. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. And so you see here, it's through signs and wonders that he helps deceive the world. Because, you know, the natural man is, is, is keen to signs and wonders and miracles. They cried to Jesus many times, show us a miracle, give us a sign, show us a miracle. And he said, a wicked and a wicked an evil generation seeks after a sign. So miracles alone don't cut it. Is the person performing them aligned with the word of God? Miracles alone don't cut it. Oh, but they did a miracle. They're, they're, they're anointed and they're, you know, well, hold your horses. Watch their life. There's someone else who can do miracles, right? He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. This number is 666. He's coming, this man. 
I'm not looking for him because I won't be here when he appears. I won't see him. But I sure can see the signs that it is getting close to homeboy's appearance. Look at the conditioning of our world in two years. Dr. Fauci said the masks do not work. He chuckled at the idea. It, they don't work. And he says you can never make Americans do what they do in China. He was wrong. I don't think that he's so smart and they're so smart up in Washington or wherever they're at pushing conditioning of people. We read in 2 Thessalonians, we will read next week, that the Lord will send a great delusion. And I think that that is what's taking place. Bad guys don't take so much credit. The Lord has sent a delusion for people to believe the lie. Which people? Those who have rejected the love of his son. It's a lot of heavy stuff, huh, for Sunday? Daniel chapter 9, verse 26 through 27. And after the 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off. And a week in Daniel's prophecies is, is seven years. So he prophesied when the Messiah, Jesus, would, would be crucified. He says, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come, that's the Antichrist, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war. Desolations are determined. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. So in that seven-year period, he's going to confirm a covenant. He's going to make peace between the Arabs and the Jews and the world to allow them to build their temple. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to the sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Daniel 11, verse 31, it says, And forces shall be mustered by him, and they shall defile the sanctuary fortress. Then they shall take away the daily sacrifices and place there the abomination of desolation. Daniel chapter 12, verse 11, it says, And from the time that the daily sacrifice is taken away and the abomination of desolation is set up, there shall be 1,290 days. That's three and a half years spelled out in days. And that is when the Antichrist will defile the new third temple in Jerusalem. And at that moment, everyone's going to know that dude's the Antichrist. Matthew 24, Jesus said in verses 15 through 22, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee. Remember, he's going to make war against the Jews. And in that portion of Jesus' prophecy on the Mount of the Olivet Discourse, that portion is for Israel. When you see this, abomination uh, that causes desolation in the temple, you who are in, he didn't say California, he said Judea, 
Run, flee to the mountains. Let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house. And let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. And pray that your flight may not be in winter or in the Sabbath, the Shabbat. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, when Paul wrote the second letter of Thessalonians, it was about 51 AD, early in his ministry. When the book of Revelation was written, most scholars believe that it was written at the end of John the Beloved's life, close, close to about 90 AD. Thank you for joining us today at Lasting Truth Radio. If you're in the area, come on out and join us for Sunday services at 8.30 a.m. and at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We are located at 3035 West Nicollet Street in Banning, California. You can also find us on YouTube or Instagram. If you'd like to donate to our program, please do so on our website at ccsweethills.org and hit the online giving tab. We hope you will continue to tune in as we journey through the entire Word of God with the teaching of Pastor Ryan Hussein at Calvary Chapel Sweet Hills.